Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Ya ayyuhal muslimun. To the long-time listener and first-time visitor, we welcome you to this episode. Now without further ado, let's get into it. Bismillah walhamdulillah wa salatu wa salam ala rasulillah nabiyyina Muhammad wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in wa man tamasaka bi sunnatihi ila yawmiddin. Thumma amma ba'd. Ya ibadullah. Has it ever occurred to you that disunity is a symptom and not a cause? I ask this question because often you will hear people, especially for example, when looking at the manner in which the Jewish state, they are treating our Palestinian brothers, looking at the inhumane manner and barbaric manner and disgusting manner that they are treating our brothers and sisters in Palestine and when you look at the vile manner that the Chinese government and the Indian government are treating our Muslim brothers and sisters and elsewhere so on and so forth when you look at this and you reflect on this you often hear people saying things like that's because the Muslims are not united and we had unity the Jewish state wouldn't be doing this. The Chinese state wouldn't be doing this. The Indian state wouldn't be doing this. So on and so forth. Naam. And this is due to their understanding that disunity is in essence the source of our humiliation. Now, listen, I'm going to say something that I, I, don't, I, I know a lot of people are not going to like this. But in any event, I'm going to say it because it is true. It is easy for individuals to say that the cause of our humiliation is disunity because it, it lets them get off the hook. It allows them to assign blame to someone else while resigning to the role of victim. Now, it allows them to, to put all the blame on someone else and then resign themselves to the role of victim. So it's easy to say, oh, no, it's because of this or it's all of their fault, because in doing that, then we stop just shy of taking any personal responsibility for our plight. For taking from taking any personal responsibility from our plight. It's all their fault. Now, we have nothing to do with that. It's all their fault, as if what we put forth with our own hands does not factor in. The reality of it is, is that and I really need you to understand this. We are not disunited because of someone else. We're disunited because of that in which our own hands have put forth. We're disunited because we're not doing what we are supposed to do. And until we take ownership of that fact, then it, we will be incapable of acting on correcting it but listen let me ask you this question do you know that sins will cause two people to have a falling out with each other do you know that sins will cause people to disunite from one another do you know sins have that ill effect is that they will cause people to separate now 
And I really, I'm asking you this because I want you to think about this. Because if in your estimation and for argument's sake, if you're saying the problem is, is that we're not unified, then how is it that the people who are the most vocal about the likes of these situations, these plights and so on and so forth, are those who are openly sinners, openly sinning. These are individuals who are openly disobedient unto Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But you want me to understand that that's not the point, that's not the issue, that's not important right now, because look what our brothers and sisters are going through. Without understanding that they're going through that due to what we as a nation have put forth with our own hands. They're going through that due to what we as a nation are not doing. There comes a hadith on Anas, radiyallahu ta'ala anhu. Qala Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he said, ma tawaddathnani fillah, that they are not two people who love each other for Allah. Naam? They are not two people who love each other for Allah Jalla wa'az Or because they're Muslims yani Not two people who love each other because they're Muslims And for the sake of Allah Subhanahu wa ta'ala فَيُفَرِّقُوا بَيْنَهُمَا إِلَّا بِذَنْبٍ يُحْدِثُهُ أَحْدُهُمَا That there are not two people who love each other for the sake of Allah Who love each other as Muslims and for the sake of Allah Jalla wa'az And then there comes about a separation between the two of them Except due to a sin that one of them had committed. Except due to a sin. Them bin. Naam. Be them bin. Except because of a sin that one of them did. So sins cause separation. Sins cause separation. This hadith is authentic. Akhrajahu al-Bukhari fil adab al-Mufrad wa sahahahu al-Albani. The split that came between these two is because of a sin. So for argument's sake, if we're going to say that unity is the solution, how can we accomplish that while we are so sinful? In light of this hadith, how are we going to accomplish that and we're so sinful? In light of this statement of the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam Of course the answer is that we're not going to be able to Alright So what is the source of our humiliation? Why are we humiliated as a people? Why are we looked down upon? Why are we the downtrodden? Why are we debased? How come the Jews are treating us the way they're treating us? How come the Chinese government is treating us the way they're treating us? How come the Indian government is treating us the way that they're treating us? Why? The Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam He gave us a very clear answer to this Very clear Qala Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam The Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam As it comes in a hadith that has been collected by Imam Ahmad and Imam Abu Dawood Wa sahahu Imam Al-Albani Where the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam He said إِذَا تَبَيَعْتُمْ بِالْعِينَ he said, when you, in an act, trade and do business, when you partake in interest-bearing transactions. When you partake in interest-bearing transactions. Deceptively, 
interest-bearing transactions, not transactions that have interest clear. This is the interest rate, so on and so forth. But that which is by deception, interest is there, but you make it seem it's made to be seen like it's not there, but it's there. Okay, so they deal with interest. Let's keep it short. They deal with interest. When you deal with interest, and you hold on to the tails of cows. Now, you hold on to the tails of cows, meaning that you're just holding on to business and transactions and things of this nature. And you're happy just for agriculture. And you left off jihad in the way of Allah. That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He will place upon you humiliation. He will place upon you humiliation. Allah will put humiliation upon you. You asking why are we humiliated? Is it because of disunity? Did the Prophet said that we will be humiliated because we're not united? No. He said that when we do these things, when we fall into these affairs, then we will be humiliated. What are these affairs? Sins. Interest-bearing transactions. Even worse, deceptively interest-bearing transactions. Is that good deeds or, or those are bad deeds? That's a major sin. Being obsessed with dunya, chasing after dunya, only worrying about dunya. Don't worry, we don't care about the akhirah. Not striving for the akhirah, but just striving for the dunya. Leaving off struggle in the, in the way of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. When we fall into doing these things, the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam he said that Allah will put upon us humiliation. La yanzirhu hatta tarujiru ila dinikum. He won't take it from us, or he won't take, or he won't remove remove the humiliation until we return to our religion. So what's the answer? Is the answer found in boycotting this or boycotting that? Of course not. We can't even unite upon anything. So what is a boycott going to do from a handful here and a handful there? Nothing. Boycott's not going to do anything. If it makes you feel better as an individual, okay, you then whatever. But is it going to move the needle as they say? Of course not. Because what? Because we're not united. So a little bit of dollars missing, it's not going to hurt any of these companies. It's not going to help our brothers and sisters. Yeah, subhanAllah. For those li uh, like me living here in America, okay, I want you to understand this. I heard something that was uh, yani absurd, but I'm not going to get into it here. But it was saying to do something that will adversely affect a Muslim country economically. To do something that will adversely affect a Muslim country economically so that America... So can't use their airspace for this or that. Okay? Follow me. Follow me how absurd this is. For argument's sake, let's say we did that. Is that going to stop your tax dollars being used to support the Jewish state? Is that going to stop your tax dollars from going to aid the Jewish state? 
It's not. It's not. These type of things, you're cutting, it's like you want to cut off your nose to spite your face. You're the only one that's going to be adversely affected. Not this government, nor that government. Let's, be, let's just be for real. But in any event, is that the answer? Is the answer to boycott this and to boycott that? Is the answer to rally and to get into the streets and to protest and to go outside of embassies and to beg this one and to beg that one and to cry in front of this one and to plead and cry in front of that one? Is, is that the answer? Is that going to move the needle? Do you think they care about your tears? They don't care about your tears. They don't care about your crying. They don't care about your plight. They don't care. So you go into them, people who don't care and crying and what was that going to do? Nothing but cause to your humiliation is salt inside of the wound. It's salt inside of the wound. That's it. But let's take all of that away. Let's break it down in the purest of simplest of terms. Is that the solution that the Prophet وسلم, stated? Is that the solution? It's not. What's the solution? The solution is clear. Because the source of our humiliation, the cause the cause of our humiliation is clear. What is the cause of our humiliation? The cause for our humiliation is that we have left our religion. That's the cause of our humiliation. We have left off the practice of our religion. We are not doing what we are supposed to be doing religiously. This is the cause. So when we act like this, the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, he told us, Sallallahu Alaikum Vullan, that Allah will put upon us humiliation. Allah will put humiliation upon us. Why? Because we left off the practice of our religion. Because we are steep and deep inside of sin and transgression. This is why. This is why the Kufar have been put upon us the way they've been put upon us as a punishment for us for what we are doing. Because of the sins that we are doing. Because we are not establishing. We are not establishing our religion the way it should be established. That's why we're humiliated. We're not united because we have left off our religion. That's why we are disunited. If we were all upon our deen, the way we're supposed to be upon our deen, there will never be a Catholic that can come between us. Ever. But it happens all the time. Why? Because we're not. We're not doing what we're supposed to be doing. The answer, how do we remove the humiliation? Or excuse me, what's the solution so that the humiliation can be removed? Because we can't remove it. It was put on us by Allah. Only Allah can remove it. But that will not happen until we return to our religion. Until we return to our religion, it will not happen. Sallallahu alaykum vullan. A'qabakum. A'qabakum Allah. Jalla wa'ala bil mahana. Allah Ta'ala, he puts us upon us humiliation, disgrace. Jaza'an. Bima fa'antum. Aw bima fa'alna. Allah Ta'ala puts upon us humiliation. Why? Jaza'in lana. 
على ما فعلنا because of what we did with our own hands this is what we get for what we did this is what we get because of what we did this doesn't remove the blame for those who fall into error it does not those who are acting in inhumane ways and who committing these acts of barbarism and terrorism and so on and so forth they have to deal with that but we have to deal with what we have done with our own hands from what we are going through and then we're going to have to answer when we when we meet our lord subhanahu wa ta'ala that's the reality and if we don't like this situation if we want this to change then we have to listen to the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam where he told us that it's going to be like that hatta tarji'u ila dinikum until you return to your religion ay yastamirra hadha al that this humiliation it will persist alaman alayna upon us it will persist upon us hatta until we return to our religion until we establish our religion until we obey Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala until we stay away from sin and transgression so this hadith is clear this hadith is a clear warning this hadith is a severe threat this hadith it shows us in the most clearest of terms that when we do those aforementioned things when we are steeped inside of sin and transgression when we are only concerned with the life of this world and we don't care anything about the life of the hereafter when we are only chasing after this dunya and we are not putting forth any effort to chase after the jannah when we are steeped in sin and doing interest bearing transactions and we have abandoned struggling in the way of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala then we will be humiliated until we return to our religion so disunity is a symptom it's not the cause the cause is because we have left off the practice of our religion illa liqa Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh